You're tuned in to local programming on 97.7 WAOV and NewsKnoxCounty.com. The information and opinions voiced on the Mark and Mark Show is for general information only. WAOV Radio and the original company assumes no responsibility for errors or omissions in the content of the program. Broadcasting for over five years from the historic Brevoort House in downtown Vincennes, this is the Mark and Mark Show. It's a show about everything. A show about nothing. Featuring Joe Heron, Chris Haddix, Dave Hill, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, and Haley Lancaster. We now go live to the WAOV studios for the Mark and Mark Show with your hosts, Mark McNeese and Mark Hill. Hey, and I don't know if we have uh, Jimmy Buffett uh, playing music today, but that would be appropriate. But uh, welcome to the Mark and Mark Show, where we're lean and hungry and mean today. we got uh, my good friend, the uh, dining uh, king of uh, Main Street, Chris Haddix, with us today. And, of course, Scott uh, on the uh, soundboard. Mark is on the hiatus for a little while. He just so. posted a picture of him um, in the Hamptons, so I think that's what he's doing today. <laughs> In the Hamptons? Late summer fun in the Hamptons, yeah. All right. Don't let him fool you. Okay. <laughs> so we always start our uh, show off with good week, bad week. My good week was uh, it was pretty hot weather during uh, Labor Day weekend, but uh, there were events all throughout the area, so uh, no one had an excuse for not having something to do. I spent a couple of those days at the uh, Indiana Military Museum kind of doing some announcing, which I've done for a number of years. And, of course, this is their salute to World War II veterans. And uh, we actually had three living veterans there, uh, the youngest of which was 98. So there were two 98-year-olds and one guy that was uh, over 100. And that man drove himself to the event, which is terrifying. Terrifying terrifying. is what that is. I think it may be the guy that was in the JC's parking lot today that didn't even see us as he turned right in front of us. Anyway, that's uh, of course it's that's that's an amazing tribute. And of course, each year that passes, I think the year before we had four uh, veterans that made it there, and they're from around the area. But but it is a stirring uh, tribute to those uh, gentlemen and ladies that uh, did serve during the the war. And of course, anyone that's alive now that had served in World War II would have had to have been Mid in their late, late teens, yeah. you know, or early 20s. Or lied, lied when they were 17 to sign up to right. get in, yeah. So, you know, so they do have some pretty remarkable stories. So it's always uh, for my father, who uh, served at the end of World War II and was in Pearl Harbor, not at the time of the uh, attack, but later in mop-up operations, uh, it's always, you know, takes me back home to those those guys. Um, and then my uh, bad week has to be the passing of Jimmy Buffett. I uh, uh, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, there are uh, a number of rock and roll legends that have passed in the last couple of years. Um, you know, I can can think of several. And of course, Scott was talking about a couple that just died this weekend because they always say people you know pass away in three. Some reason the celebrity thing is the threes. It's always odd but it always seems to be that right way. right but uh, jimmy buffett was kind of one of the soundtrack of my life's kind of guys i saw him a number of times in concert particularly up at uh, what used to be called deer creek uh, 
And uh, always the most fun concerts you'd ever be at. You know, I would truly embrace the idea of being a parrot head and being out there. And uh, uh, every song is a sing along, and every song makes you lift up and feel good. That'd so. be a good first tattoo for you. You could get the number of times you went and saw him in concert. Get a big parrot. Get a big parrot on the side. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's, that's an interesting idea, Chris. I <laughs> haven't gone under the needle yet, but if there was somebody that I would uh, consider doing that for, I guess Jimmy Buffett would be one of those. And uh, may, we may talk a little bit later about, you know, top ten Buffett songs and that sort of stuff. But uh, I will uh, pass the talking stick on to you and talk about your good week, bad week. Well, for me, this time of year is all fantasy football. <laughs> and, uh, and, all the time. And, well, Labor Day weekend is my big home draft, which is the live draft board, no computers. You know, everything's done in person. And uh, we had one gentleman who couldn't get off work and was in London. So uh, I actually set up a tripod with my, my phone, and we live fed him the board so he was no able to kidding. make his picks during the – all but the last two. My phone finally died at the last two picks because the draft took – Four and a half hours. Wow, because you're actually you're not drafting off of. A- so it's paperwork. It, I have we have a it's a three by five board, okay. and, and each in seventeen rounds, there's twelve players in each league, and so it's stickers, and so you have to tell them who you want. Sticker has to be pulled and put on the board. Wow! And then you go to the next. And the first three or four rounds always go nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. And then a few drinks in, a little <laughs> bit, a couple breaks. People making tacos and having a good time. And next thing you know, that sec- that fifth and sixth round take about an hour. <laughs> and then and then people start picking players that are no longer available that have already been pulled because you don't have a computer to tell you mm-hmm. who's there and who's not and we have rules against that so you either do a shot or you eat a hot pepper uh, <laughs> if you do that and uh, we made it we had, a, we had a record this year we made it to the 10th round before anybody picked a player that was off the board no and kidding. and the same guy did it twice in a row after that so so is there a time limit on no so we so have okay. so we we have an unofficial rule that after a couple minutes if someone's goofing off and not making a pick we can publicly call time, and if, and then we, we have a 30-second countdown. For oh, okay. To call. okay. And we've had to use that a few times. But for the most part, it's it's just there's just so much going on. And, and it's when you get when you get 11 or 12 guys in a room together, and it's, just, right. it's all in my, in my uh, dining room. We're all jammed in there. And this year we had all this fluorescence on the board, so it'll look good on the camera for, right? for Joel. And uh, oh, it was Joel. It Joel Rogan, yeah, he was. Well, yeah, he couldn't get off work. He he didn't want to cancel any flights this year for anybody, so he went ahead and flew them all to London. Understandable. Yeah, but no, it's 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 a lot of fun. But it gets hot in there, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of. We we thought about putting it on my. I would put it on our Facebook page. We have a uh-huh. private page for the group, right. and we let life fed it there. I had considered doing it on my public page that way. Anybody that wanted to follow along could, but we realized that we probably would all end up. Canceled <laughs> after about the third hour. It it is not PG. It is not PG thirteen at that point. So yeah. So do you so. do the little music like you know? Yeah, no, we don't. The we don't. Pick is we 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 start off very much like that. It feels like it. Like I said, by about the second or third round, it it, it turns into make your pick. Come on. Yeah. And then and then everybody's mocked almost for every single pick unless it's so, a good So pick. much of this is really kind of um, um, nostalgia more than anything? It is. So it is for most of us that attend the event live. It's probably the, it's the most fun of fantasy football. The draft part is the most fun because no yeah. one knows who's good and who's bad. You have no idea who your team's going to be. And so we all go into it and we – 
we try to make everybody there alive because it just makes it a more memorable yeah. event. And it is there is a lot of nostalgia there because we've been doing this league for. I think eleven years officially. Okay. So this is the twelfth season that we've done it. So and it's just um, we have a championship belt that the winner gets every year, and then then the winner also gets a ring. And so it's there's a lot of bragging rights and trash talking, and it's just yeah, it's a big deal. So so as you compare what you did with the outcome of this draft, uh, how did that stack up against some of your other teams? Do you think it did not go anywhere near where I thought it would go? And that happens every single year because. What everything you know about fantasy football when you get in that room changes because people don't have the computer to tell them who the best mm-hmm. players available are. So guys that you think are going to be in the fifth or sixth round may get picked in the second or third round. So you really are doing this without devices. I mean, yeah, now, that's a rule. Now I you know, there's not, it's not a rule. You can but but it doesn't. You don't have the device telling you like Here's anything. The next best like I have sheets and I mark off players yeah. as I go along, but but it, even do, even doing that, you can still make mistakes and not catch stuff. Sure. So it's it's a lot more. You need to know what's going on. Uh, that's why I like it. You can't yeah. the like our league at the radio show. It's casual. We're fun. We want to do that on on the computer because you guys, a lot of you guys aren't really that into it right. and it right. gives you the wherewithal to go okay these five or six guys are on the top of the list i should probably pick one of those right. guys right. uh where where ours we want people to be silly and not smart in our league right. so they don't have that ability <laughs> um so we want to see a kicker go in the fourth or fifth round um well what what happened to the Why guy you look at me when he said <laughs> what happened to the guy that uh that made the two bad picks in a row that were already gone he got so scared, he just picked a player that he knew wouldn't be gone yet, and they were like someone that no one would even draft. We're like, oh, he is still in the NFL. You can have him. <laughs> so it, it gets fun like that, yeah. That's so, no, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I had another two drafts last night. I've got one tonight and then one Wednesday, and then it's football well, Thursday. to the races. So That's how, many, right. how many leagues are you in then? Uh, same as last year. It's nine. Nine, uh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah, nine. Right. So, yeah. It's, I like on the old-time diner page, they said they were closing at 1230 Sunday. That was it. No later. And you know what time we closed on Sunday? 1215. 1215. Ran out of all three specials at 1215. I said, flip the sign. I got to get out of here. Yep. That's good. So, Scott, you got anything to uh, put out there for good week? Well, my good week is that we had a four-day weekend. True. Nice. uh, But the bad thing was I spent one of those days moving my Sunday in Indianapolis. So... Uh, Seems like you're always doing that. Well, you know, he's got 18 of them. Did you know? That? <laughs> just well, one of them. Two kids. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah. So we got him moved in and got home, and um, I was telling him downstairs, that, you know, that we have this extra space now in our family room that we had a couch and a bunch of boxes all summer. So it's like, wow, we got space now. But then again, we have space in our extra bedroom because he took our beds. So yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So yeah. So but, you know, he's up there, moved in, ready to go. He starts uh, next. Wednesday, he takes his last CPA test Monday, the 11th. Okay. And then he'll start Wednesday. So, so this is graduate kind of school. No, he's huh? working, working. He's, whoa, he's, he's working, working. This working. is He college. finished this with his master's. Moved, yeah. He's Watch moving on. Okay. This is the real world. This is, this is the it. real world. This is it, buddy. He's on his own. He's wow. got, you know, he, uh, he, he went through all the uh, numbers and saw that Verizon's home Internet was better than everybody else's, and he did all that stuff. I'm like, Great for him. yeah. Then yeah. I realized it was on my bill. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. So, yeah. So that's great. But like you said, you know, Jimmy Buffett and some of these other guys have passed. You know, passed away. Uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. There was a couple of wrestlers last. Yeah, week. Bray Wyatt, Bray Terry, Wyatt Funk. Terry Funk. I met Terry yeah. Funk uh, when I was wrestling in Florida. Yeah, he was because so. uh, his brother Dory was my yeah. trainer, so, so I got to meet him. Yeah. yeah. So it was. 
Yeah. It's, been, it's been a kind of a somber week. It so was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bray Wyatt's yeah, over. 36? Rotundo, yeah, he was only 36. 36. Yeah, he had complications from uh, COVID and uh, ended up having a heart attack in passing. Yeah, yeah so. unfortunately, that seems to be something that's uh, really yeah, upsetting again. Now, I've heard about that quite frequently. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, it's 3.15, right? So yep, it's time. Get ready for that first short break. When we come back, we'll talk about Word of the Days and uh, shout-outs here on the Mark and Chris and Scott Show. And just like that, we're back. That's a quick break after the first sessions. So you join the Mark and Mark Show, 97.7 FM on WAOV with Mark Hill, Chris Haddix, and Scott Sonderling. And uh, we've been talking about all kinds of things. That first segment, most important of which I think was the passing of Jimmy Buffett, legend in my mind at least. And uh, so I, I formed my top ten uh, a Jimmy Buffett song, so I'm just going to whip off five here, and then after the next segment, I'll whip in another five in no particular order. One Particular Harbor is probably one of my favorite songs. Changes in attitude, changes in latitude. It's five o'clock somewhere. Volcano and a pirate looks at 40, also known as Mother Mother Ocean. Those were, I, I don't um, know most of those songs, I know, but, but I know most of the titles because that's the 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 decks of the his uh that's the right. boat we were on so that. yeah so it was kind of interesting for that yeah, so. yeah very true very true so in this segment we typically start off with the uh, words of the day for chris and i and then scott has calendar notes of importance and dates that uh, jingle our memory quite a bit so my baseball word of the day you know we're dwindling we're getting into the home stretch and so that's my word i'm just going to go with home, home stretch, stretch. You know, we've got uh, most of September to go. There's a few odd days in there in uh, early October before think, the playoffs I think begin. October 1st is the last game. It's the last game. Yeah. And interestingly enough, of all days not to play a baseball game, the Cardinals didn't play on well, Labor Day. Of course, they haven't been working all summer. So. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, well, the main yeah. roster's been resting, I think. Mo- wow. Most Mondays and Thursdays it was their off days this summer. So. Isn't that strange? Yeah, You'd think so. of any day... That you'd want to draw a crowd that might be a Labor Day. They were all at Sam's yesterday, I'll tell you that. And it, it was yeah. interesting because most of them are Wednesdays, which, you know, is good for our tip boys. So hopefully right. uh, in the next week or two they'll be back on and it will have the whole full lineup. So. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, what's your uh, fantasy football word of the day? This is a little early in the fantasy football season for it, but I wanted everybody to remember it. Um, it's tilt. It's it, it. What it means is you start chasing uh, – wins after you lose a few. You get really nervous. You'll start dropping players that maybe you shouldn't, grabbing guys because you're frustrated or making bad trades. Again, he keeps looking at me when he wins. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do any of that stuff, though, so you're fine. Yeah. I think he's telling you you need to do that. Yeah. So, he's my coach. You know, I gotta so it's, it's also a gambling term. When you tilt, you just you start chasing, you start throwing good money over bad because you just can't, you can't catch up. Yeah. So you got, don't tilt. You just got to take a breath. You got to put the Breathe. phone down. Put the phone down. Don't look at it for a day. Don't don't make those rash decisions that we all end up making. I made about two or three bad trades last year mm-hmm. to try to grab to the playoffs, and they they but one of them cost me a spot in the playoffs, and one of them didn't matter. I wouldn't have made it either way. Yeah, but yeah. Which so. is the nice thing about our league is it is just for fun, and there's no fun funds. <laughs> yeah, there's no funds involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have to worry about selling the farm. See, when you said so. tilt, I immediately went to pinball. Yeah, that's was, it's yeah, tilting. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so. That's the first thing I said. I was thinking, I'm like, okay. whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. hold on to the table here. And those serious players do um, bang those bang those machines as close as yeah. they can possibly get yeah. before mm-hmm. the tilt. That's oh, one yeah. of their strategies. Oh yeah, that's the term. How about you, Scott? You got okay. some uh, notable days. Our daily holidays for today is uh, International Day of Charity. Nice. Which kind of leads Gosh, us into how did the. I uh, know that uh, International Day of Charity. It's almost time for the United Way's Day of Caring, right? That's right. We're mm-hmm. up here in about two and yeah. a half weeks. Yeah. Uh, also, National Be Late for Something Day. So you're going to be late Wait, for something. Say that again. National Be Late for Something Day because you're going to be late. <laughs> Today's the holiday. Unfortunately, we were both on time. Today. Um, yeah. I don't. I didn't put this one on here. National Shrink Day. National Shrink Day. Yep. <laughs> now, is that a quote? No. Or is, is that, I mean, you did a derogatory shrink. It just says shrink. So. <laughs> the derogatory term. Maybe it's, la- maybe it's laundry. You know, maybe you do yeah. laundry and you uh, shrink it. So. It might resemble and this remark. <laughs> tel- telephone Tuesday. Never heard that one before. Telephone, telephone Tuesday. Tuesday. Never heard that before. Wow. Never heard that one. No so. way. <laughs> so I don't know if that's every Tuesday or what. So, well, But I do have some uh, dates in history. You want to see if we can play along? All right. We'll see if we can um, play along here. September 5th, 1958. This um, uh, TV show, animated TV show premiered on... Flintstones, uh, right? Huh? Is it Flintstones? No. Nope. No? Jetsons? Jetsons? No. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, 58. 58. Cartoon show. Mm-hmm. Huckleberry Hound? Yep. Let me give you an easy one. I'll give you an easy one. September 5th, 1995. Uh, this guy tied uh, Lou Gehrig's record for playing in 21, 2,130 straight uh, games. Cal Ripken, oh, Cal Jr. Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And in 1994, this receiver caught two touchdown passes to surpass Jim Brown as NFL's TD career leader. Rice? Jerry Rice. Yeah. That's Woo! right. So, Man, I'm on the street, baby. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and nice. birthdays today, Dweezil Zappa is 54. He's my age. Who was? Dweezil. Dweezil. Okay. And Michael Keaton is 72. And Bob Newhart, 94. 94. Yep. Keaton is 72. Mm-hmm. And Bob, Bob Newhart is 94. 94. See, that's the only reason I want to see the Flash movie is to see Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah. I, I, I keep seeing it on man. the Max, the trailer for the Max, and I'm like, I really want to watch this, but it's... Going to be uh, hard to convince my wife. I will so. tell you this, because I think we talked I talked about it on the last show, that um, it's worth watching for Keaton. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he plays, uh, he looks good, and of course he looks real grungy when he first comes in, because no spoiler here, but uh, Flash goes back in time, and uh, when he does, you know, he's, uh, he's looking for his good friend Batman. And he finds Keaton and finds out he's the Batman. And then it's kind of like, oh, my God. But uh, Keaton does a pretty good job. And I've always felt like he is Batman. You know? yeah, he yeah. was, the, you know, that was when I was a kid. He That that movie came out. I remember all the Coke cups you had to collect with the, with all the figures on mm-hmm. it. And it was just, it was such a big deal when I was a kid. that, that I, I probably watched that first Batman movie 300 times on VHS. I still have the VHS. I, yeah. I, I have okay. Yeah. And there are some very interesting cameos that I will not talk about because those are spoilers for this movie that involve other I actors heard. that have played Batman. May or may not it's, still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's downright hilarious. Yeah. So, I still have a mug. Uh, I would recommend the movie, if nothing else, for those pieces. Yeah. I have a coffee mug a friend of mine's mom bought me because she knew I liked the movie. So I, that's the only thing I probably have from my high school days is that mug. Is it's that still, right? Still in my yeah, yeah. So, so an interesting film, to say the least. Yeah. So I got us off on a tangent there. I apologize. No, I mean, that's, so yeah, that's, yeah, so. Okay, so shout-outs. This is homecoming week, 
And so I, I know my daughter uh, announced to me, she goes, you have to sit with me during the parade because all of my children are in the parade this year. So, you know, two, two younger boys are uh, playing uh, football and uh, both uh, girls are playing volleyball. So they'll both be in the parade. And so Very she nice. used to have at least one, not a couple of kids around to watch the parade. So. She'll get that feeling of uh, independence back there where you don't have to worry about someone getting hit by a, 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 <laughs> a small moving car. stray tire <laughs> or a, or a whipped, whipped candy. Yeah, candy whipped a little too fervently at someone's face. <laughs> of course, you know, uh, somebody that's uh, not from this area uh, has a hard time uh, fathoming what uh, homecoming is. And, of course, you know, I was a Central Catholic graduate, uh, but uh, at the same time, you know, my dad was the athletic director at Lincoln, and uh, my mom worked there, and a lot of my uh, uh, siblings have worked uh, for the Vincent School Corporation, so I certainly have an adherence. I, to, uh, so did you guys get out of school for the parade, or did you, still, did you go all the back way? In, back in the back day, in your day, back yeah. in school. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. so you, I think that you uh, heard all the festivities. You said yeah, it'll yeah. be part of. Because we had our own kind of right. homecoming, but you didn't shut down the town. We didn't shut down. No, I don't I'll, think. I'll explain. Know. We have a new guy downstairs from Robinson, and I was trying to explain to him. I said, "This is the only town I know that shuts down for a high school homecoming." Oh man. I don't know very many college towns that do that. I spent right. years in Florida. Um, Whenever they would have homecoming, I was like, so do they get out of school early? What's happening? And they're like, what are you talking about? It's a football game and a dance. And I'm like, no, no, oh, it's not. Man, come I'm on. Like, we used to sell out every ho- hotel in town, and there were just parties up and down every – I mean, it was it, it, it was hard for me to fathom that that wasn't yeah. how it was. Right. Yeah. So. And, and how the balconies in the old executive inn stood <laughs> oh. what happened back in those days I think before it was, a, it was torn down. It was probably a good thing those last few years that they had moved that. Yes. Because it, uh, it might scary. have it involved, uh, uh, yeah. it would, would have been one of those horror scenes you see on TV, yeah. some VHS home camcorder. Right. <laughs> Being on the Board of Works, I know we approve a lot of the the uh, street closings and things that happen with that. So uh, homecoming preparation is significant. So kudos to all those yeah. coaches. And, and it's a bit earlier sports. this year. This is the first year they've bumped yeah, it up. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I, of the... I was worried that the weather was going to get us, but it looks like it's going to be decent, which is good because yeah. because the uh, farmers market area over there that that pavilion can get pretty warm when it right. hits those nineties. Right. Mm-hmm. So especially when you pack in seven eight hundred people underneath that thing. <laughs> so that's my shout out. How about you, Chris? I don't have a shout out this week. No, no one deserves a shout out yet. So <laughs> I'll, I'll have the obligatory. If someone beats me in any of my leagues, they'll get a little shout out starting next week. But I'm hoping that will be a lot less than last year. <laughs> By the way, I do have a shout out to all of Yahoo's computer programmers in the fantasy department. They do not like me at all. I've had four drafts on there, and I've been ranked ninth or lower in every one. And my drafts are C minus, D minus, D, and C minus. It's all that AI at work. Well, you know, it's funny. More trash talking. It's because I don't use their 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 draft position of their players, I have a different company I use, and they aren't even close. So they think that I'm grabbing guys way before I should and not grabbing guys that I should. So I can't wait to outperform every one of those. Except for the first one. You hope. Right, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can give me a pass that first week. Yeah. It's like actually tied for first. That might be the high point of the season. So, anyway. Right. Okay. Scott, you got a shout out? I do. We had, um, Bicknell, it was the uh, Labor Day weekend festivities, yeah. and, we, and we had a great community service, church service Sunday morning. Oh, um, okay. 
Uh, so yeah, so we got to come together. Sometimes all I forget that uh, and, your your yeah, uh, flock so, is up there, and, the, and so it was really nice to get together. We this is our seventh year, it's sixth time because we had COVID one year, and then the year after COVID day we got to, we met in the park, but we usually do it at the uh, primary school there in town, so in the gymnasium. Okay. So it's nice, yeah, get to come together yeah. and yeah. all the ministers sit back and listen. And in fact, the guy who spoke yesterday said, you know, when he's asking questions, he goes, "No, none of the ministers can answer this, these questions because you know they're they're on vacation this week." So <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of nice. Well, I did uh, do the obligatory uh, cooking out on the grill, you know, since yeah, that's kind of like the supposed to be the end. I don't think it's the end of the grilling season. By well, it, not it, at our house. It, 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 it used to be used considered to be. the end of the grilling season, the end of summer. You know, with school starting in the beginning of August now, it doesn't have the same uh, panache as it used to. Mm. But uh, this was the first year we've always grilled out. And um, we decided, well, we're going to Sam's today so I can do the radio show today. Mm. And... Um, and I ended up getting steaks at Sam's, and we ended up growing out anyway. So, well, and I yeah. had uh, sometime back over the summer, we had at a, a Omaha steak special kind of coupon that came through. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you can't miscook an Omaha steak, you know. And no, so, they they got those things ready to go. Oh my God! So I had a couple little fillets that I threw on the grill, and it didn't take long. And it's just like, look, dear. Of course, my wife. Is that loves ketchup with whatever meat she has, right? And you just cringe. When uh, I, I, yeah, I, I would not cook her a steak. Omaha I would steak does not need anything other than twenty-four dollar pound filet mignon, and you're putting ketchup on it. I would lose it. <laughs> I guess. I guess one good thing I forgot about the Saturday is I got to go to Cheesecake Factory and get a piece of cheesecake. So nice. Yeah, that was my reward for moving. Okay. I'm Saturday. so sad. Sam's used to have a I know a box where you could get some yeah. Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. cheesecake, mm-hmm. and we would buy them and keep them in our yep. freezer. Yep. Something came up, and you didn't have time to make a cake or go buy one. You pop it out. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. It, so right. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kept it simple during that. Well, I guess we're at the uh, hard break, as Mark would say, if he's here. And uh, so when we come back, we'll get, jump into the best of streaming and other pop culture stuff that the three of us have been watching here on the Mark and Chris and Scott Show. Speaking of some classic music, nothing like a little YouTube to uh, bring us in on the day we're remembering Jimmy Buffett. Um, so my uh, other... Top five songs. Actually, I have six here because uh, one's kind of a fun one that spins into your uh, uh, ghost season, Chris. So, Fins, which is always a great uh, sing-along song. Son of a Son of a Sailor. Cheeseburger in Paradise. I actually had a softball team that I coached uh, that was uh, for McDonald's back at women's team. And we were called Cheeseburgers in Paradise. And we had that on our uniforms. One of my favorites of all time. Pencil Thin Mustache, which takes us back to the Boston Mackey Cap and all those uh, 50s kind of references. Uh, Tin Cup for a Chalice, which is kind of a cool song. And uh, Vampires, Mummies, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> These are the things that terrify me the most. That was Jimmy Buffett's kind of... Songs to things that go bump in the night. Um, so those are five, ten of the uh, favorite uh, Jimmy Buffett songs. So this segment, we typically do best of streaming and all things social media and stuff we like to watch. My list hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, Chris and I think both have been watching Ahsoka, uh, who we both seem to really treasure because it really feels like Star Wars. It does. And, you know, some of those series are standalone and they're completely different, like Mandalorian and some of the others. But 
Uh, Ahsoka has a really Jedi kind of feel, and it's well done. And uh, I've enjoyed about four episodes so far. I think we got one dropping today. Yeah, it'll be four today, I think, right? The fourth one? Yeah, I think it's our fourth one yeah. today. Yeah. So I think it's, it happens like later in the day or something. Yeah, like they tra- they said it comes out on Tuesday, but when it comes out at 9 o'clock on Tuesday. You know, used to when they dropped it on Wednesday, it was like 2 a.m. So they really only changed it by about five hours. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure there's probably some, the way they count, Viewership is right. why they did it. It's so no other there's a reason, reason for that, I'm yeah, sure. So. Only Burners in the building, I've continued to be faithful to. It's not quite as great a season as the first two, but Agreed. still has uh, you know, kind of some, some in- intriguing pieces to it. I I'm will say they, do a, they have a great cast, and they always do a really good job of bouncing around the who whodunit. They do a really good job oh, of yeah, keeping yeah. you on your toes. A lot of red herrings. A lot of red herrings, and it's Throw great. A little Tina Fey in there. No? Yeah, <laughs> that's Spring, Tina Fey. Sprinkle a little Tina Fey. What's a Tina Fey now? She's in dramatic movies. You know, she's in all kinds of things. She's in the new uh, so Hercule Poirot movie. The big rumor is uh, she is rumored to take over. The main job at SNL when Lauren Michaels retires. Oh, is that right? Yeah, which I I think because the years that she was the the lead writer was were fantastic years. Oh yeah, and I think she would be great in that role. It would be it would be that's a nice announcement. I hope that turns out to be true. Um, I've stayed faithful to Foundation, which is an incredible sci-fi show. It's really wow. Talking about uh, hitting the the ground running with some major character developments and things happening between relationships. It's really upsetting the apple cart. Also, Invasion, which is another Apple show, which I really kind of like. And then uh, we're in the last two weeks of my wife's favorite show, which is American Ninja Warriors. So I always have to mention that for her benefit. So that's kind of what I've been watching. Of course, I always listen. Did you guys ever watch Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, the original version of that? No. Oh, Used to be on Spike TV back in the olden days. Okay. It was they and it was dubbed over from Japanese TV. And imagine because that is a ja- I mean it is a, ja- it, it, is a Japanese and mm-hmm. it, it all derived from Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. And it was similar situations, only they were a little bit more goofy. Of course, there's a slide between the and, silhouettes and stuff. Like and there, no, no, it wasn't even that. It was before that. It was dirty, muddy water. No okay. clean water, and they were they had all the challenges similar to that. Most of them weren't like you had to be super super great to do them. It was just silly things you had to go run and do and jump over moving stuff. Okay. And they made everybody dress up as their job. So if you were a dentist, they put you in a, in a, in a, in, a, in, a scr- in a full dentist outfit. If you were a lawyer, you had to wear a suit and carry a briefcase. And oh the, du- the overdubbing was PG thirteen ish. Okay, I'm telling you, you guys, I'm sure you can find it online to oh, stream. Look that up. It is a better version of that show. Okay, it is by far a better version of that show. All right. So how about you, Chris? We've been watching. Um, like you said, Ahsoka, uh, which has been a fantastic, very very Jedi centric Star Wars. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, it's um, if you don't like Star Wars, you're not gonna like it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those Star Wars complainers, it'll give you plenty to complain about. But <laughs> I like it. I don't care. I just don't care. Um, Winning Time has been amazing this season. We're we're, we're yeah, an, I've we're, seen a few of those. We're yeah. an episode behind, but man, I just love that show. Yeah. I, I explained to a few of my friends that aren't sports fans. I know. I remember like I remember from basically '83, '84 on when I was five or six, um, watching all the. The Celtics games with my dad. My dad was a huge mm-hmm. Celtics fan, so I remember. I know, you know, I know a lot, a lot of the story. So seeing the yeah. the backstory of like 
I, I watched the Larry Bird story. There was an old Sports Illustrated like hour documentary mm. on VHS. I probably watched it like thirty or forty times, like just like the Batman movie we were talking about earlier. Right. And uh, so I know a lot of his backstory. So I'm telling my wife, I'm like, oh, I know it's coming, and this is happening, and she's asking me questions. And they really dive into Larry Bird this year, which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're telling a really interesting story behind the scenes. You don't realize how small the NBA still was back in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one guy making all the decisions, and it's on the fly, and no one knows that what's going to happen. It's, it's really great. Um, and, and I like the way Adam McKay shoots that. You know, they go mm-hmm. that grainy footage, and then they'll yeah. they'll, they'll plug yeah. in a little bit of, of realistic stuff that that happened, and then it does have a real uh, uh, what do you want to whatever era that is uh, look to yeah 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 like that seventies gritty yeah yeah uh, I, I really enjoy it. So um, we haven't been watching any more Game of Thrones. We got caught more up into our shows again. Uh, only murders in the building, as we talked about. Um, we've watched a few horror movies. Uh, Triangle, terrible, terrible, awful movie. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Uh, is that an older film? Or it's no, 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 no. It's um, I, it's 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 the old, it's it's a parable. It's just terrible. It's about the okay. the guy pushing the rock up the hill, never stopping the god right. that made him do it. It's kind of one of those things. It's a time loop weirdness. Uh, it's just not very good. Yeah. Um, and then we also watched one that was very good. There's someone inside of your house. It was one of the creators of uh, Stranger Things, not the Duffer Brothers, mm. but the other guy. And he did it, and it's got that feel to it. It's got okay. that very Stranger Stranger Things vibes, but it's a horror movie. I would recommend when it. When does that when does that come back? Uh, well, oh. it got delayed because of all the strikes. All the strikes. Because they were shooting it, but they do a lot of rewrites mid season, and they okay. lost all the writers, so it didn't happen. Right. Uh, we finally finished, and just like that, second season. That's the Sex and the City spinoff. Right. Uh, better than the first season by a lot. I find a lot of these reboots. And I think we've talked about this before. The first season always feels like fan service, and it's over yeah. the top and not fun. But if they continue it after that, they kind of fall back into the old ways, and it gets a little yeah. better. And it did. Um, for me, the best thing that's happened in a while is the third series from the Stranger, or the uh, Adventure Time universe. This is my new tattoo. Oh, okay. Uh, the Adventures of Fiona and Cake. Okay. Uh, started on on HBO Max, and they've dropped two episodes, and then they'll drop another couple this week. But it's. Uh, Fiona and Cake are the uh, gender-bending versions of the main characters on the original show, which is uh, Jake and Finn. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and so my, my tattoo is actually the gender-bending version of this character, Marceline and Marshall Lee. Okay. And so it's really cool. And it's, it's way more adult. It is not a kid's show anymore. Uh, they went, there were curse words dropped. Uh, there was a lot of blood. Which they never really did that. I mean, there was a lot of adult feeling to the show, but it was not like that. Now it's definitely it's grown up along with their audience, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but they've managed to keep almost all the voice actors. So, so that's an HBO show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it it's very serious. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. Yep. All right. Scott. No. 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 <laughs> Maybe this week. Maybe this week I get now to start watching some moved TV. Up there, you can. Take yeah. a breath. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Now all the moves are over, and you can the dust can settle a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the dream, at least. That's the dream. <laughs> so, uh, I it, interesting uh, smart list this week uh, was uh, Willem Dafoe. Okay, and, I saw uh, that one. We haven't yeah, listened yet. It was really. Uh, I mean, he's an intriguing guy. I didn't realize he's been living in Europe for like the last twenty years or so. So, 
but uh, he has a lot of interesting stories about how people see him in Europe versus how people see him. We ran into in him in New York States. when we Did were really? when we were in New York. Yeah, him and his uh, six foot one supermodel girlfriend at the time. Okay, he's like a little five foot four guy, and right. she towered over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because he, uh, you know, I think he has a different persona, and and of course he's one of those guys that uh, got wrapped up in the uh, multiverse, so to speak. Yeah. By, uh, you know, playing in uh, Spider-Man, and he crushed it. Oh yeah. yeah, no, he was very creepy in that in that show, and a lot of people remember him from that too. But he's won some Academy Awards. So, so was it good? Because yeah. I, I get worried. Like we listened to Rose Byrne yesterday on the way down to Evansville, and that was one I was really excited about, and it really fell flat. Mm. Some of the sometimes the ones that you think are going to be the best and the funniest end up just kind of being right an, an interview. And, yeah. Uh, so. Well, I think Walt is a, he's an intriguing guy because you think about about the breadth of his career. Oh, you know, yeah. He's been in some really artsy kind of movies. He was in The Last Temptation of Christ, and you know then then he played uh, you know the Green Goblin. You know, yeah. so it's kind of quite a quite a range, quite a which script. is the Marvel version of the Joker. So it makes sense. Yeah, probably the most interesting thing is that uh, Willem is actually a nickname and not his name, which you know I mean his real first name was William. Which oh, is, really? Uh, so that was kind of an interesting kind of spin on that. Well, just like that. I it's, take it back. I did listen to the um, Conan O'Brien uh, Smartless. Is it? That, oh, okay. Well, oh, the, the one, yeah. the live yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Those good. Those all yeah. have been very yeah. good because yeah. when you watch the series, I'm telling you, you only that watch that series. That series is so good. Oh, it really is. And the, but you only really see about ten minutes of their. Uh, it's chopped up, and, yeah. and and I'm really glad they did the full release of those because they've been nice to hear oh, a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah, really, really great actress. Okay, when we come back, we're going to dive into sports big time. Lots of things happening. It's Labor Day weekend, post and upcoming to the NFL kickoff this Thursday here on the Mark and Chris and Scott Show. <laughs> Hey, I don't know what you were playing. Macarena. Macarena. Another Jimmy Buffett song. Hey, Macarena. His favorite, hey. My favorite song of his is the Pina Colada song, though. <laughs> so, here we go. Best of sports. So, I'm going to start off on a different note. U.S. Open, which is a surprise. Of course, my son is a tennis player, and my wife and I both enjoy watching tennis on television. So, the U.S. men and women have actually made a surprising uh, number of... Uh, Appearances into the quarterfinals of uh, the American Open or was the it, U.S. Open. So was that, it the men's all all U.S. this year for the first time in so many years? Uh, well, there were five, I think five that made yeah, it. You yeah. know, so, so, uh, in that uh, in that group, so um, so it, it, that's kind of nice. It's nice to see American uh, tennis bounce back. Uh, but I guess more importantly, we got to talk about real football, real. Happening here this Thursday, we have the uh, opening kickoff, which is uh, maybe a little one-sided matchup between. I don't think it is at all. You know, Kansas City, the, the uh, Super Bowl champs, they always right. get the opening game. They usually try to find a matchup that is either uh, AFC NFC championship game matchup or mm-hmm. Super Bowl matchup. They couldn't find that this year, but they went with everybody's favorite underdogs, who has been on the come up is the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. and um, so it's in, it's in Kansas City. It will be. Uh, Interesting because just hit less than an hour ago, Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee in practice and probably won't be playing. And he is their number one receiver, even though he's a tight end. And he's also the guy that Mahomes can look to when things break down. Oh, yeah. So without that guy on the field, Kansas City is not 
guaranteed to win that game. And I'm glad I put money on Detroit whenever the spread was six and a half because it okay. won't be six and a half if Kelsey ain't playing. So, uh, so you think that Detroit could cover the spread? In oh, absolutely. Detroit now they don't play quite as well on in grass as they do on turf. Uh, Jared Goff doesn't, I should say. Yeah. But but they paid they, they they went and got Yamar Gibbs in the first round as a running back, and that is a huge cost. Um, and they grabbed him at twelve, and they're going to use him like if you can imagine how Alvin Kamara was used. Uh, for mm-hmm. the Saints for all those years, he'll probably right. catch eight or ten balls a game, and right. and he's going to be. They'll throw him out at wide receiver for plays. He's going to be one of those guys that that makes that team even more fun. And they their offense was good last year, right? So and the, and and adding him only makes them better. Um, and then their defense has gotten better. So no, I think Detroit will. You'll be surprised. It wouldn't be surprised if they win that game outright. Wow, you heard it here yeah, first. I say, that's the prediction right there. Yeah, right there you go. I wouldn't so, have said that before Kelsey got hurt. <laughs> no, right. But still, that's an Kel- interesting. Kelsey's like their, at home. Kelsey's like their grunk. Yeah, and he's he is. the guy that, oh, that, yeah. that that's, that's, he could either carry the team or he could be the guy that helps you out. But. If you remember, Brady got all the praise, but at the end of those games when he was down by a ton, mm-hmm. he just saw Gronk and threw it in that general direction and hoped he'd catch it. And m- more times than not, he would catch it. And that's yeah. what Kelsey's been doing that for even longer than mm-hmm. Gronk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, uh, so I have to, you know, I I mentioned to Chris and Scott uh, before the show that I I invited my brother Matt, who's an occasional visitor on our show, to uh, talk about Bears versus Packers, but he felt like it might be a one-sided discussion. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, I have been owned by the Packers for so I, many. Years. I don't want to upset you, uh, Bears fans, but um, I'm just gonna say. Jordan Love may be a lot better than you think. Oh, well, you know, I think that uh, I'm, I'm faulting on the side of that argument, too. I mean, he has been, uh, you know, in tutelage for uh, some time. And, uh, you know, he's he's a, a decent quarterback, and, uh, and he's probably going to be well-protected. And, he uh, no longer has the pressure of, of Rodgers there, which I think would have definitely been an effect on his play. It was similar to the Rodgers situation with Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so don't be shocked if he ends up being really good. Uh, this, a lot of the throws I've seen him make in the preseason, uh, regardless of the defense, those balls are right where they need to be for the receiver. And he's got two good receivers in Dobbs and Watson. So don't be surprised if they're better than you think they are. Okay, so you've got uh, thoughts or a uh, uh, what's the spread on that game, do you know? I, let me tell you. I can tell you right now. Spread on that game. And that's at Chicago. The Bears Packers is uh, the Bears are get or minus one and a half, so they're favorites. But that's technically usually get a couple points for being at home, so that's really more of a pick and right. game. Right. So it'll be interesting if Justin Fields takes that step up, and with DJ Moore, he could. You guys should still be the better team, but man. So that should be a really interesting game, and of course, uh, emotionally, that's uh, really important for. Uh, for Bear fans around here as well. Other intriguing games, you've got like a, the classic showdown between the Cowboys and the Giants on Sunday evening uh, football. Um, trying to look through these other games. Uh, Eagles-Patriots might be a pretty interesting game. Colts and Jags, that's going to be terrible. Cardinals and Commanders is terrible. Vikings and Bucks is terrible. The Bengals and Browns will be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Steelers and 49ers will be fun. There's mm-hmm. some decent first-week games. Um, I think you're right. The Eagles and Patriots will be a fun game because uh, you almost wonder if the Eagles are going to have that 
Super Bowl slump after the loss. It happens a lot. Wouldn't right. surprise me. Chargers and Dolphins should be fun, guys. That's that's a game where you should see a lot of high scoring. Yeah, I would think so. And then we got the Jets and the Bills Sunday that's night. That's on Monday night football. Sunday night. Wait, no, you're right. Monday. It is Monday, Monday night. night. Yes, it's the first week Monday Bills night game. They're only doing one this year. Jets. Yeah, that'll be fun. Rodgers versus Allen. That's going to be – That's that'll be some fun football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be one you want to watch. So, um, and that's, you know, what we've just been talking about is real football, real games that are going to be happening this weekend. Yes. And uh, all kinds of uh, possibilities going into uh, what, um, you know, obviously, I guess having uh, pretty much dominated the playoffs the last couple of years, the um, the Chiefs are a team to be looking after, but there are another uh, a number of other teams that are up and coming. It might surprise us as the season progresses. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not making this as my pick, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Jaguars end up being one of the top two teams in the AFC this year. Okay. With the Kelsey injury, uh, uh, hyperextended knee, if he rushes back, high chance of re-injury, especially at the age of 33. You take him out of that team, and they're very beatable. Mm-hmm. Uh Cincinnati has a great team, but Joe Burrow has a calf injury. Again, mm-hmm. soft tissue. He could very easily re-aggravate that. He's not going to be able to run like he likes to do when he gets in those situations. Right. Um, and he's also not going to be able to plan on it and, and chuck it like he likes to. Mm-hmm. So that puts him in a spot. I think Josh Allen's a choke artist. I don't think he'll do anything. Whoa. After Whoa. last year, they burned me last year. I'm, I'm done with them. <laughs> so don't be surprised if the Jags aren't there in, in the AFC Championship game this year. Whoa. So they've got a good coach and in Peterson, and they've got they've got a quarterback that we thought was the best quarterback drafted since Andrew Luck, and then he had to deal with the coach he had to deal with, and now he's got a good coach and he looked a lot better last year. So. Okay, so rapidly switching now to uh, uh, the the five super conferences in the yeah. college football, which is you know because of the ACC realignment. Of course, that doesn't kick in until next year, but a lot of people are going to be paying attention to that. There was some pretty intriguing uh, opening weekend uh, football games. They're pretty entertaining. Uh, TCU Colorado is uh, something that we're going to hear about all season long. Mm-hmm. Seriously, they were 21.5-point underdogs. Coach Prime's first season at Colorado. They, they're over and under in Vegas for them for the season wins. Was set at two and a half. Wow! They won one game last year. They go in week one and beat the team that was in the national championship game last year. Right. Um, it's you're going to hear a lot about them. So, so what? I, I did not uh, stay awake for the uh, end of that Duke game. That Duke game was kind of Duke a beat, surprise. Did Duke beat, win first mm-hmm. time? First time mm-hmm. they beat them since 2004, I believe, is what wow. I read. So yeah. that's almost so I, 20 I watched years. That through about halfway through the third quarter. Yeah. The Gators looked awful last Thursday, which isn't that big of a surprise. Uh, Florida State beat up on LSU. There was some. Yeah, that was. There was LSU had so many chances early in that game. That was just that was an intriguing game because. Of uh, you know, I mean, they just drove down the field, but then couldn't get it in the end zone. You know, it was you know amazing. I saw a stat uh, this morning too. The only conference that's entire teams are undefeated is the is the Pac-10, which probably won't be around in two years. But they're the only division that's currently undefeated. <laughs> that's an interesting idea. That so so uh, and of course I will have to tip my hat at least to the first half, which is what well that's what I usually do when I talk about the Hoosiers and how they played. But Indiana played respectfully in the first half of that game. They which probably should have been seven to three at halftime. They always play Ohio State well, especially at home. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they were 31-point underdogs, oh, yeah. and they they were in that game for a long time, and they right. they kept it with a 24? Uh, 31 to 25. 30, it, was, it, was, it, was like, it was well under the spread. Yeah, yes. So, and it was they, the under. Yeah, they did uh, show up respectfully, and uh, you know we'll see what happens as the season moves on. I guess we're near that end. We've got about a minute. Okay. Any, any parting shots, Chris? Uh, long shots you want to take a poke at or anything? No, else? it's... Football week, baby. We're in the college, and NFL starts Thursday. That's this is going to be the fun it's time of year. All about football. I'd say make a pot of chili, but it's going to be ninety degrees for a few more days, so you may <laughs> want to hold off on the chili. Good luck to the Alice's in the homecoming weekend. I think they uh, are a pretty heavy favorite. Uh, yeah, they had a big win last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're doing well, and uh, so we'll see lots of friends and family uh, here on the homecoming weekend. So this is Chris and Mark and Scott saying bye. Bye bye. Listening to the Talk of the Town, 97.7 FM and 1450 AM WAOV Vincennes and 97.3 FM WAOV Washington.